0: Welcome back to another episode of Mastering Money for Moms podcast, where we're discussing the two greatest generational gifts raising a family and leaving a legacy. If you would please like, subscribe, and share our podcast with others so we can help educate more people. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. I want to welcome you back to another episode of Mastering Money for Moms podcast. I'm so excited you're here today. I am interviewing one of my favorite people on this planet, and that's Samantha Wells. She has just got so much going for her, and she's so young in life. I know she's going to provide so much value to you all that you're going to want to replicate what she's doing in life. So to give you a little bit of context about who Samantha is, she grew up in Savannah, Georgia. She graduated with a psych degree from the University of Georgia, she married somebody that also has a psych degree which is super fun. I can't imagine what it's like to live in their household each other <laughs> analyzing one another. Um but she then became a director for a treatment center in Georgia prior to finding multifamily. But since she found real estate, she's now the vice president of acquisitions and asset management for Legacy Link and she's crushing it, folks. I'm telling you what. In the past two years, she hired a mentor. She's part of a mastermind group. We share the same, uh, same coach. And um, she's acquired $50 million in assets that they're managing. So they have over 600 doors across uh, four states, of which make up eight properties. So she's just doing amazing things. And on top of it, she has a newborn, two-month-old. Okay. and she also has a little two-year-old and a four-year-old. So I'm telling you folks that something I did, I gave up everything for my kids, and I'm so blessed that my husband had the income to be able to do that. But I'm here to share and tell you that you don't have to give everything up, that you can have a thriving career, be a boss mom while raising your children. So um, without further ado, Samantha, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It is an honor and it's so exciting. I feel like you're talking about someone else when you when you say all that, you know, because <laughs> it's just like, wow, what you can accomplish, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, it, it's true though. I think we think we have to give everything up to raise good children and, you know, that become thriving adults on their own. But I was sharing with you earlier, I wish I'd found real estate in my 20s or 30s so that I could be building a massive portfolio of assets that would give us freedom in our 40s and 50s. And instead, I've just found it, you know, in my late 40s. Thankfully, I found it, right? Right. Uh, And so, you know, I've been able to pass down the, um, how wonderful real estate can be. And I've given that to our own kids, but um, tell me, how did you go from psychology to real estate? Who introduced you to real estate?
1: So my stepdad is a residential realtor, um, really successful, but really it was my husband and, you know, we were not aligned really in that for a while, because of my own doing, you know he he um, moved to Charleston and had a psych degree, but his uncle was doing commercial real estate and he went into residential real estate. He was coming home with these big picture ideas of like, we can pay off our student debts, you know, we don't have to live like paycheck to paycheck. You don't have to pay that, you know every single month. And I'm like, we can't pay off our student debt, you know, we don't have the income for that. And so for a while, I was given kind of like, not pushback, but it just didn't seem possible. I had that scarcity mindset and um, Jonathan through a lot of avenues of like, you know, free education, your podcast, other people's podcasts and YouTubes, he got really educated and said, hey, you know, we can do this. And when we had our second baby, I I went back to work at eight weeks and I was like, this, I am not doing this, you know, I will do whatever it takes to be able to come home and spend time with the kids and so i was you know building i was doing business development so i was essentially building someone else's business and I had started listening to the podcast that Jonathan was listening to. And they said play to your strengths. And all of I'd heard that a million times, but all of a sudden it clicked. I thought, why don't I develop our business? I'll be business development director for Legacy Link. I'm I'm gonna work hard no matter what I do. I might as well do it for, you know, our family. Um, so it was really at that, I think it was week seven that that our two year old was born. I started making phone calls and decided I was going for it.
0: Wow. So you just started calling brokers and thankfully you live in one of the most gorgeous places in the world, Charles. That Stent. does
1: help. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Samantha and I, I'm so blessed that I get to be partners with Samantha and Jonathan on a few deals. I've been fortunate enough that they've asked for some, you know me to come in and um, bring investors. And thankfully so, because I love the assets you found us, but how... What what was that first year like for you? You know, give us a little bit of background. What did, what did your day look like? Because you've got a newborn, right? Yeah, another one.
1: It was chaos then and now, but in a good way. We, it's funny, we were just talking about storms right before we started because Jonathan and I always say, just stay in the eye of the hurricane, you know, and, um, you know, because the eye is very calm and everything's swirling around, around you and just stay in the eye of the hurricane and everything is good. Um, it, it was chaos. What happened is we took a course like nine months prior to having our second child and I didn't feel like I knew enough to really, you know, make a phone call. I was just scared to death. And finally, when, when we had her and I was going back to work, the, you know, the pain of going back to work outweighed the fear of having to be uncomfortable. I was like, I will do, you know, whatever it takes. And um, if, if you have a spouse, I think it helps to, you know, really be on the same page and go in, in the same direction. I think we've been able to kind of 10X because we've worked as a team. So, I mean, that that first phone call, I would, I would really kind of moonlight on the side. So I'd do my day job. Um, and then I think I was picking up our daughter like half day and I'd put her to bed and then I'd call a broker. And then of course the broker wouldn't answer and then they'd call me back while everything was okay. Ca- so I'd have to really kind of manage my time. But we spent, you know, that 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. hours underwriting deals and, um, you know, figuring out my database and who, if I could call just five people, you know, that next day, even if they didn't answer, if I could call five people, then I felt like that was a success. So while other people were kind of using the seven to ten, um, you know to watch Netflix or whatever it is that that people do, um you know we I was just excited. I mean, I, that's what I wanted to do. You know, once you figure out that that you can have an exit strategy out of that rat race, then it's like I was all in. That's that's really what I wanted to do during those hours.
0: So that's brilliant um i've i actually wrote a newsletter on just figure out what you need to do for the next day and it doesn't have to be a lot just you know like you said what are the five things that you could do or the five people you need to call and it doesn't matter that you're calling after hours do whatever you have to do to right. make your dream come true and i've witnessed what you all have done i think you're closing on four properties and um, three, yeah, three, three, cent, and they're all happening back to back to back. Cause I'm part of two of a, those three.
1: Well, that's true. One, one closed in November. So that would be the, the fourth in about yes. four months.
0: Yeah. And it's nutty because most of us are, you know, my first deal took three years to get that first deal where numbers worked and you're finding back to back to deal, you know, back to back deals. Now it took you a long time for one on one in particular year to get to wear down the owner, right? Yes,
1: exactly. (laughs) A, A lot of persistence and that same with you. I mean, this is one of those things where if you, since it took three years, the tenacity that it takes sometimes, you know, and the persistence, but this is something that if you just keep being consistent, the results will follow. And that's what I tell everybody, like, it's, it is hard work, but it's fun work, and it, it's only hard because you just have to do it, you know, and once you're doing the work, then the results follow, and I think a lot of people kind of give up. Our first deal, we looked at 158 properties before, you know, the numbers worked for us on the first deal, so if we would have given up at 100, you know, what a miracle we would have missed out on. Um So it's, you know, we had the, the, so we closed on one in November, then we had, um, our third baby and five days later we were under LOI on one. And then I think three days later, we were under LOI on one. And I thought this is the luckiest baby I have ever had. (laughs) Um, just kidding, but it, uh, you can't say, Oh, I'll buy that in six months. You know, if, if there's a, a deal that comes along and, and I had been really working with a broker and working with a broker on one property, and it just sort of came to fruition. And I think the biggest thing is, and Jonathan always says this, is not like, um, oh, we can't do this, but how can we make this work? How can we do this? And one of the biggest things is aligning ourselves, you know, with other people who are moving along down the path, because otherwise we wouldn't be doing any of this.
0: Right. Right. Well, and that's the power of your network, right? And the importance of always networking, finding good people that, you know, like, and trust that you want to do business with that make you a better person that lift you up. Don't push you down because I know in America, you know, it's a doggy dog world and people are always trying to make you feel insignificant to make them self feel better. Yes. And I feel like in real estate, it's not that way at all. I feel like people try to help each other up. Would you agree?
1: That is my same experience. I was telling someone the other day, I used to to do sales for a a corporate company. And when you'd walk into one of those conventions, I can remember feeling so small. And like, how am I going to be any, we're all selling the same thing. How am I going to be any different? No one was really... Coming alongside of you and saying oh that's okay that you're looking for the same thing we can do x y and z and then when i found this network group in real estate every that scarcity mind it's so abundant you know centered and everyone is saying hey you're doing that let me connect you with someone who can help you get there even faster and i have never experienced that in any other industry you know that i've worked in it's it really is unreal and I I think it comes a a lot from I think the hard personal work that we all do too um, you know in this to kind of get rid of some of those limiting beliefs um, you know to say like hey there's enough for everybody the more you give you know the, the more you really receive and and I haven't found that anywhere else.
0: No, I love what you just said. The more you give, the more you receive. And I have found that too, is helping other people connect with other people that can help them up. It's just, I always think of the sand bucket and you've got all these crabs and everybody's uh, trying, all the crabs are trying to crawl back down. Up and the other ones are pulling them down. Yeah. And, you know, but real estate- I love that. Uh, yeah. Real estate, everybody's at the top of the bucket and they're trying to lift you up and out of it, you know, and- yeah.
1: The other thing is, I mean, someone did that for me. You know, I had no idea what I was doing. Someone brought us in on their their first deal. And so why wouldn't I, you know, try to carry that forward? I also one of the big reasons, you know we we picked the um, sort of coaching program and networking program that we did is the mindset piece. and You know, he talks about having it all. I mean, having it the pool and everything, but not being being fulfilled. And so, I think if if you miss out on that sort of giving back piece or helping people piece, you know, then you really miss the whole the whole point.
0: Absolutely, yeah it it doesn't matter if you reach the top and nobody's with you, and you exactly. Yeah. And and my personality is good
1: and bad that I'm, you know, I'm always looking for kind of the next thing. And um I, I hate admitting this, but we accomplished a really big goal. And once we hit it, I was sort of like, well, now what? <laughs> you know? And um, so I have to make sure I celebrate those wins instead of, you know, continuing to to push and then and then look for other ways. I mean, there's always I think as driven as we are, there's always, you know, more, you know, to, to climb. And so really giving back and making sure you keep your priorities straight. um, I have to, I have to make sure I keep that in line.
0: I think you do a brilliant job. I am just so, I mean, I'm, I'm mesmerized, but by everything you've accomplished in such a short amount of time, it, it really is remarkable. So what do your days look like right now? Because you're about to close You probably feel like you're in the eye of the hurricane. Yes. (laughs) Probably just look very calm right now for this actual (laughs) podcast, but probably (laughs) as soon as this podcast is over, the wind is going (laughs) to start. How real do you want me to be? You know, (laughs) you know what? Um, I think it's important for women that are trying to get financially free, that they understand that you're going to have to give you have to give a lot in order to get what you want. It doesn't come for free. And, you know, thankfully uh, we can pray a lot, but then it's up to us to take action. Right. Right. And and then the
1: results are up to God. I'm a firm believer in that we, we do we pray and then we do the work and then he takes care of the rest. Um, it's chaos right now, honestly, I mean, yesterday Jonathan was on a call. The kids were supposed to be napping. Um, They were not, and I had the baby. Then they sent documents for us to overnight and the notary was leaving at four, it was like 237. I think, oh, they called us about something about the closing. So I was doing that while breastfeeding the baby. I'm texting Jonathan. Do you want me to bring the baby with me? I've got to go to the notary. No, I'll take the baby. Can you get on this other call? I mean, that's how it is right now. so <laughs> And then I come back home and, and Jonathan's on a call. He's got the baby. Our son has on no pants. And I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> so that's the way it looks right in this moment. Um, it's
0: crazy. That- that is great. As long as you have door sensors and everybody is inside, yeah, yeah. then
1: we're good, right? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is awesome. I I I you know what? Busy moms get things done. Yes. You have to. You just do. You figure out a way, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um yeah. It's remarkable, but that's the other
1: thing I love about this. When I had that Corporate America job, you know, I had my daughter home um I pick her up, I think it was at 12. I don't know exactly what, but so for half the day, I was kind of working while she was napping and at home. And I felt so much pressure on me because I had a boss and just always wanted to make sure she didn't make a noise or, you know, I was hyper aware I had to get everything done. And now I don't have, I have so much pressure on me, but I don't feel like it's not that pressure. It's, it's, there's challenges, there's hard things, stuff comes up before closing that, I'm not saying I don't get stressed or anything like that, but it's not the pressure of like reporting to this boss. It's like, if my baby makes a noise while I'm talking to a broker, really the broker is like, wow, you're working while you have a baby. Like you're gonna get, you know, you're really going after it and it's more of a positive. Um, so there's just been so many like, wow moments. Um, you know, my son gets sick and I, I don't have to report to anybody. I can stay home with him. And I don't, I can still work some if I need to, but I can also shut it off if I have to and just be, you know, present. Um, So the comparison and having a newborn now, even with all of this stuff going on and having a newborn when I, I mean, I really squandered my maternity leave back then figuring out how was I going to go back to work and, and where, you know, who was going to keep my daughter. And I just remember being so stressed and now we have stressors, but overall it's like, all right, let's figure it out. This is life-changing stuff, you know, for our family that's going on. So, um, it's just really exciting.
0: I'm so excited for you. I I know it feels like you are probably in the hurricane, but you're, you're doing amazing things. You're blazing paths for other young moms to see that it is possible. So let's touch on one last thing, and that's mindset. So you said you had to change your mindset because that's for all of us. Every single one of us was probably brought up a little bit with some lack. Most of us were anyway, or scarcity. So wh- what did you do besides hiring a coach? to help you with that. Were there any particular books you read or podcasts you listened to that helped you realize I can do this? Um, so I listened to a
1: lot of, I was listening at the time to Simon Sinek because I was, um, I was overseeing kind of other employees and that like leadership. He talks, I mean, a ton on leadership and that really helped me, um, at the time but i recently i don't know if you're familiar with it's called soap um it's a sort of devotional that helps you not just like dive into the bible but helps you implement it in your life i can't remember what it stands for something observe practice um that has really helped me stay grounded recently so i i i need a routine and i realized that you know you have a baby like my routine goes out the window Um, and so the one I just got through soap is the importance of prayer because all that had kind of, I mean, I would pray, but I wasn't doing my routine. And for me, like that can go hand in hand with mindset. If I'm not starting my day off, right. If I'm not ending my day, right. My whole day is just, it really is. It's not the good kind of chaos that I was talking about earlier. It's, it's, you know, I'm just off. And so that has really helped me kind of get back on that, um, that balance, um, the, I don't know, this really isn't mindset, but the book that I'm sure everybody's read is Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that, that got my, my mind shifted to, you know, I, I was brought up in a family where you go to college, you go to work, and you put all your money in a 401k, and you just work till you're 65, and you retire, and, um, I think that's one of the things when, Jonathan was his mom's an entrepreneur and um I think he had a little bit more of that mindset, but he's also really done a lot of you know of self-taught. But I think that's why I was a little bit skeptic at the beginning of you know, we can't do all this. We're just gonna go to work and this is how we're gonna do it. When I read Rich Dad Poor Dad, I was like, wow, you know, what am I doing? There's you know so many more. So that helped change my mindset um initially. But if I'm being really honest, I am so bad at, at like read, I need to sit down and read a book and it's, I just don't do it. And it's one of those things where I'm like, I should really do it. Cause everybody says you should.
0: And I just don't. Believe me. I think we're made of the same cloth because I can't <laughs> either. I have to listen on audible. It's the yes. only way to read a book. It's the only yes. way. And you know, you can clean, you can be taking care of the kids. Oh, yes. You can be painting I mean, (laughs) you can do anything
1: you want while listening, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. 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 Thank goodness we have audible, but you, you left a lot of good tips. My favorite is probably your soap and I'm going to look into that devotional because you're right. You can be having a lot of success and all of a sudden, or you have a lot of things going on in your family and you forget, Hey, number one, I got to check in. Yeah. Let, let's check in with our provider and uh, savior and let's just make sure we get things right with him first. Exactly. And, and the rest of the day, I don't know what it is. There's just a calmness that comes over you that, you know, you're going to be okay. He's got yes. it.
1: Yes. Yes. 100% no matter what happens, yeah. you know? Yeah. And we, Jonathan says, um, I think he's the one who told me this. It says like, we've got to slow down to speed up sometimes. And, um, Sometimes I feel like I can't, oh, I don't have time to, to fit that, you know? I mean, who am I to say that? That's my mindset sometimes. And when I take the time to do that, somehow my time expands, you know, and I'm able to accomplish so much more.
0: It is so true. And I think right now with all the volatility that's happening in the marketplace and people, you know, after COVID, now has been a really beautiful time for at least me to really step back and slow down and analyze where are the missing pieces in my business? Where do I, where can I really expand with and grow? Right. And it, it's a really great time in life. I think personally, whether you've got, you've just had a baby or not, being able to step back is really a gift. Mm-hmm. And if you can take it for what it's meant to, you know, be, I think it does provide the ability to gain some time back and to really shine even brighter or to grow even faster.
1: Yes, exactly. Then you can you can really ten exit because otherwise you're just spinning like a top, um, yeah. which I I have certainly done before. You know, <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden you find yourself like, how did I get here? And then you know right. you'll you'll get back to the basics one way or another. Either you do it right. yourself or
0: somehow life kind of you know, put you there. So yeah. Yeah. Well, the one thing I like about multifamily, I mean, I was doing single family and it can feel very lonely um, when you're flipping all by yourself. And the thing about multifamily is it's a team sport and you get to work with awesome people. I get to work with awesome people like Samantha and we get to choose who we work with, right? Yes. Well,
1: and I feel the same way. I mean, honestly, when we, when you came down and did due diligence, you know, you came with your son and I was just watching on, I thought, golly, if I can do that, I I, will have been a success, you know, just like the interaction and your family was on a group text. And I could just tell that family was the center. And I mean, I think that's what we're all really uh, striving for. And, um, you know, I, I just admire you for that. And I, I got home and I, you know, after that, and I told John, and I said, she's doing something right, you know, and, uh, you can just tell, so it's, it is an honor to partner with you. And I'm, you know, I'm thankful that you asked me to be on too, because it's just great to connect.
0: Yeah. Well, um, the feelings are mutual. Thank you for that. I know your kids are just going to soar because you and Jonathan are such wonderful people and can't wait to watch you continue your growth over the next few years. I hope I get to be a part of it a you continued was. part of it. And <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So with that, I know people are going to want to reach out to you. What's the best way for them to connect with you?
1: Um, they can email me. It is uh, legacylinkre at gmail.com. And uh, anybody shoot me an email. I would I would love to connect. It may take me 24 hours or so to get back to you, but I will definitely respond. It may be at three in the morning or something like that. So <laughs> no
0: judgment there, please, but I'll, I'll get back to you. I'd love to connect. I love that. Well, thank you again so much. I know that you've you've inspired me and I don't even have children anymore that are in the house and I'm super excited to get back on the phone and start making calls to brokers. But, um, and I know you added tremendous amount to the listeners here. So thank you again. Thank you. Have a great day. Be blessed. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mastering Money for Moms podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, follow, and leave a rating or review because it helps support the growth of this podcast. Also, I'd be so grateful if you would please share our podcast on Instagram and tag me at Mastering Money for Moms to help us grow our community of mothers. We'll see you on the next episode of Mastering Money for Moms.